every time you go easy on yourself when you know you didn't do your best, you tell yourself and the world that you don't really want success. Whether we are talking about your screenwriting career, your day job, losing weight, your MFA program or any goal that you the set. The question is this. How do screenwriters like us connect to the people, the resources and information that allow us to tell our stories? make powerful movies, and leave the legacy that our community deserves. These are the burning questions that I'm going to explore week after week, and I want to welcome you to the Script Your Success podcast. I want to start this episode with a question. Is your performance a reflection of your potential? Did you lose steam along the way, or did you just give yourself permission to give it less than everything you got? As some of you know, Mr. Steve is a track coach. So one evening while I was traveling for a CCO position as a production thing that I do, I checked in to see how one of his top athletes had performed at a very important track meet. And he shared that they had won second place. So I was already ready to celebrate with him, but I could hear in his voice that he was extremely disappointed. And the reason he was unhappy is because he knew that this particular athlete could do way better than their performance showed. Second place to him. It's an insult when you know you had the potential for first place, right? Now, that might sound harsh to some of you, and some people might even get mad to hear me say that, but you already know I'd rather see you mad than left behind. So, let's break down today's topic your performance matching your potential. Now, let me start off by saying this. I'm not talking about any external factor when I say your performance must match your potential. I'm talking about how you decide to show up for yourself, regardless of the haters who are really just misguided supporters and regardless of anything like the isms, right? The racism, ageism, sexism, blah, 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 all the things that we cannot control. So take those off the table. Those are not what we are diving into today. What I am saying is that you got to be the number one person in your corner showing up for you at 100%, 100% of the time. And if you don't, you waste your training as well as your time, not to mention the love and support of everyone that's rooting for you because they believe in you. Now, if this is making you feel away, then that's a good thing because it means that you recognize that you can do better and you have an opportunity to do better starting now. And if you're feeling that way, then you're in luck because I'm going to share with you three ways that you can start to make sure your performance matches your potential every single day, no matter what else is going on in your life. The first way, always, hey, you liking this podcast? Well, you can support us by liking, sharing, and giving us reviews on all major podcast platforms. Look for us at scriptyoursuccesspodcast.com and be sure to tell a friend. Do your best. Now, I lead with this because this is actually where we fall short most of the time. And again, I'm not coming for you because I too have been in this very position. And I'm going to give you guys a little bit of personal information to kind of demonstrate what I'm talking about. Um, some of you know that since February of 2022, this year, I've been battling what's called iron deficiency anemia. And in case you don't know what that is, it affects your entire body, especially your heart, because it affects your blood and the oxygen, the oxygen in your blood. You might even be able to hear me. My, like my voice might kind of drop out a little bit because it causes breathlessness as I speak sometimes. 
But in any case, as a result of this physical ailment, my energy levels drop drastically and it happens without warning. So some days I don't have the energy to get out of bed at all, but I still got a business to run and I still got a lot of things that I need to do, like writing screenplays and working with my clients that I serve. Right. Of course. So doing my best doesn't look the same every day. But the goal is to keep going till the job is done. I can't quit because it's convenient. I can't walk through life as if my actions don't have consequences. I have to pace myself, though. I have to watch what I eat, take power naps when necessary. And I've even started to restructure my business to make my best a consistent possibility. Can you hear that? So I'm making adjustments so that I can show up for myself the way that I know I need to. Right. Because to me. Doing my best means first and foremost, being honest about my capacity, capability and interest, because even without health challenges, that's the truth of the matter. Right. And how it shows up is in the commitments I make, the intentional actions I take and even the grace I'm learning to show myself as I work to bring my health back to 100 percent. Right. It's like, what could I possibly do? for anybody else, even myself, if I'm not healthy, how can I show up for you? If I don't show up for me, this podcast doesn't happen. Flip the script. You can forget about it. It's just absolutely not going to happen. Script analysis, coaching. I can never do any of those things. Right. So what I've started to do consistently, even when it's raining, even when it's snowing, even when I'm tired, I walk daily. I try to eat like I got some sense that God gave me and I work my action plan. Now, I want to be sure that you understand what I'm saying. I am not saying that I'm I'm not pushing myself beyond my physical capabilities. What I am doing is setting myself up for success and giving myself grace to understand that that success is going to look different from day to day because I'm dealing with something that right now is kind of out of my control. Right. Lately, I moved slower than I did even this time last year. I remember having a whole pity party one week where things were really, really bad. Like I was missing appointments. I was feeling like I was missing deadlines. I didn't get anything done. I slept like every day for most of the day because it was just really, really bad. My iron was low and I had to go get um, <clears throat> I had to get iron infusions. And once that happened, I was a lot better. But with the support of the people that I love and I got some really good people on my team and in my family. I was able to get myself together and I created a plan and I started working on it. Now, it wasn't necessarily the easiest thing for me to do, but it was the right thing for me to do for so many reasons. Right. So first and foremost, I followed the doctor's instructions, did the things they asked me to do. Um, And then I got up every day and I prepared to do the hard things like I knew it was going to be a challenge, but I also know that I'm strong enough to do hard things. Right. So I don't give myself permission to not show up with everything I got. Um, Then what I would do is I worked every day to identify that one big thing that I needed to tackle so that I could see how other results would kind of be easier to obtain once I got that thing done. And by doing that, I find myself accomplishing a whole lot more with a whole lot less effort. Now, there's a practice that's called um, knocking down the big domino. Right. And that's the approach that I learned to use to keep myself at top performance so that I could like match the needs that my my, uh, professional and personal life needed. And it's really starting to work well for me. And there's a book that I can recommend to you guys if you're a reader 
Um, it's called The Domino Effect, and I'll include the link to that book in my episode notes, okay? Now, if you want to always do your best, though, let's be real. You got to start by being radically honest with yourself and your tribe. Now, that might be blood relatives or it might not be because you already know family can look all sorts of ways. But the next thing you got to do is get real about what it is that you really want, what you are responsible for, and what you can reasonably accomplish given everything going on in your life. Now, I talked about some health challenges. You might not have health challenges. Your health challenges might be even greater than mine, right? You might be having financial difficulties, family issues. There could be work overload. There could be any number of things, right? But remember what I said, none of that is an excuse to not do the best that you can do. See, imperfect situations don't mean we get to half-ass our way through this life thing. And you can if you want to. But one thing I have come to know about life is that we get out of it exactly what we put into it. So if you give nothing but excuses, you know, your reasons and rationale for why you can't be your best for yourself. Look, I'm not I'm not even trying to go there. One thing I know from experience, because I've led global teams to top performers for like 20 years and I've worked with clients for a long time. One thing I can tell you for sure is that if you practice giving up, eventually you will become a proficient loser, meaning you will get good at losing. You will get good at giving up. You will become an expert at quitting. Every time you go easy on yourself, when you know you didn't do your best, you tell yourself and the world that you don't really want success. Whether we are talking about your screenwriting career, your day job, losing weight, your MFA program or any goal that you set because success principles are universal. Right. But we can't lie because our actions, not our lip service and not our rationale are the truest reflection of our dedication to the goal. So we have to discipline ourselves to work at the level of our desires, even when the initial motivation expires. If we don't, guess what we get? It ain't results and it's surely not the success you deserve. Now, to me, you deserve better. So that's unacceptable because I know you are better than that. So if you are picking up what I'm putting down, Trust that it's time for you to begin demanding more of your life than anyone else in the world, which brings me to my next point. Word must be bond. Your word must be your bond. Word is bond is more than just lyrics from popular New York hip hop artists. I know we heard that in rap songs all the time, right? But it's a way of being and acting with a level of personal integrity that guides every aspect of your life. And I do mean every. And I read an article recently. The title of it is Integrity. Without it, nothing works. You definitely want to check out episode notes and click that link to see that article. It is amazing. But I'm going to tell you another story. My grandmother, Gladys Smith, she's the one that I um, kind of give credits for my writing career. She, she and my dad started me reading. But my grandmother, Gladys, used to tell me, say what you mean and mean what you say. Like my family did not miss words and they held no respect for people with loose tongues and empty promises. So our word is so powerful that even in the Bible, it says that power of death and life are in the tongue. Now I might not be getting the quote right, but you know what I mean? I'm not trying to get religious though. I just want to show you how serious it is when we speak something and the speaking is more than just the words we say out loud. 
we have to monitor every conversation we have with ourselves because our mind and body and spirit reflect those conversations and our actions can only follow. It's logical, right? Now, it's been scientifically proven that we create our reality through our words, which come from the thoughts that come from our emotions. Now, if you want to know more about the science behind all of that, then I recommend you check out a book that I've read. It's called The Happy Pocket Full of Money. And of course, the link will be in episode notes. But now it's about way more than money, of course. And the principles are universally applicable, whether you are talking about screenwriting, no matter what age you are, no matter how much money you do or don't have, you will absolutely enjoy. And if you go check it out, swing around and let me know how you liked it. But back to the topic, when it comes to success, what happens if we don't honor our word? A few things like we make commitments and then we don't follow through. Right. And if we don't follow through, people begin to realize that they cannot rely on us when we give our word. So they might nag us. Then we have the audacity, some of us to get angry that they keep on grinding our wheels and pushing our buttons and in our face all the time. But what is that really about? It's about us not showing up the way that we told them we would. Now, you might be cussing at me and getting mad and, you know, I don't care because I love you anyway. Right. You might be saying, yeah, but Eunice, things came up. I had an emergency. I was tired. I forgot or whatever the reason might be. We all do that. I get like that. And like I already said, I'm not coming for you because I've been in this very situation. But here's the thing, though. If I tell you I'm going to do something and something else conflicting comes up, I get tired, I forget, I miss out, whatever the case is, right? The very first thing that I have to do is weigh in with myself and prioritize sleep, hunger, whatever it is against what I already made a commitment to do. Can you see where I'm going with that? Because it's nothing to get distracted by a new thing that sounds more exciting because it brings all these promises and the glory. Right. But then we walk away from that thing when it's time to dig in deep and do the less sexy parts of the job. Like I can remember all of 2021 and y'all might have been guilty of this in the pandemic, too. But I kept buying those seventeen dollar courses for the things that I already knew I knew how to do. It was just toxic. And I was doing it because I was using the quote unquote, I don't know, excuse for not keeping my word and holding myself accountable to the goals that I set for myself and my business. Now, I did a whole prior episode on all about accountability and how it precedes success. You should go check it out if you haven't already. And I'm hoping that you can see how easy it is that for us to lie to ourselves, right? Especially when you are a creative like me, like creative people, we are some of the most magical liars in the whole world, I promise. And that's why I try to keep my line in my screenplays and not in my real life. I'm just too good at it. And I don't want that kind of life for myself. You probably don't like it either, but neither here nor there. That's something new might be a priority over the other commitments that you already had. And if it is, that's okay. But only you know if that's the truth, right? But if that happens and you realize that you do need to do something different from what you promised you would do, then the way that you move with integrity is by honoring your word, which means that you are honest with whoever is affected by your inability to do whatever it is that you promise, even if it's just yourself. And making a commitment to fix the damage or pull double duty or whatever it is you need to do to get it done at a later time. That's what you do. And check it out. Here's the crazier truth. 
If you don't move with integrity, you will begin to doubt yourself. If you repeatedly tell yourself you're going to do something and then you don't do it. And how might that look? You know, that diet you keep breaking, the gym workouts that never happen. That's you not moving with personal integrity. But here's the dangerous thing. If you tell yourself you can't be trusted to show up for you, you won't take advantage of opportunities like film fellowships, writing programs, workshops, and masterminds that can actually help you achieve the success you deserve. You won't submit to festivals and so many more things, all because you have lost faith in yourself. And the worst thing yet is that you will tell yourself that you don't trust whoever's offering the product or the service or the program when really you know deep down that you just don't trust you to do what you should do, even when you spend your last dollar to try to make it happen. Now, that's a harsh reality, but it's real. And I told you, I don't want to see you left behind. So get mad all you want. I still love you and I'm gonna still keep it 100 with you. But let me make it personal. Again, I want you guys to understand that we are the same more than we're different. Sometimes when my energy levels get too low to get things done, I have to push my action items to another day. And sometimes I have to tell my team that I just can't do whatever it is that I'm supposed to do. Now, I'm nowhere near perfect. And like sometimes I got to eat crow and own up that I didn't do my best or honor my commitments. But the thing is, I have commitments to partners and sponsors that I work with. And those are unwavering, meaning I cannot let those slip through the cracks, right? Because that's the way that I built up the Wordsmith Writers Lab. So when I prioritize and have to shuffle some things like partnership responsibilities and obligations, those are what I consider non-negotiable. Now, that might mean that I have to delegate. That might mean there's something personal I'm supposed to do. I can't. But again, I have to be truthful with myself about what's necessary and do those things. Business is just a series of good relationships and good relationships have to be built on trust. And we build trust by keeping and honoring our word. Honoring our word is the start of personal integrity and personal integrity is the cornerstone of success. So if you don't get anything else from this episode, I hope you can hear that you must show up for you and your word must be bond. If that means committing to less so you can do more, then go for it. If it requires time management and deprioritizing some things, do what you need to do, right? Because you owe it to yourself to be somebody that you can trust, don't you? And the last way to be sure your performance matches your potential is to remember one very important thing. You are not a victim. I know people do things that cause us harm. Sometimes their actions are deliberately aimed at hurting us. Sometimes. But in all cases, even where we are hurt and if it seems like there's a target on our back, people are always moving in their own best interest. I'll take it even further. A lot of the times they're not thinking about us and how they might affect us at all. Now, that's a side note I want you to always remember. But the point of this portion of the podcast is to tell you that even if somebody's actions do hurt you, don't take it personally and don't assume that their intention was to harm you. Now, why would I say that? Because there are two parts of every action in the world, intent and impact. And what I have learned is that when we assume someone intended to hurt us, offend us, Right. These are the reactions that we choose, by the way. 
I don't want to go too far off topic though. But when we, when we decide that somebody meant to hurt us or offend us, then we can mess things up in our relationships even further because we will respond to them based on how we choose to feel and how we feel is going to affect the way that we act towards them. Right? So we have to learn to show compassion for each other and understand that people move in a way that best serves their needs. So now, of course, you should speak on it if something wrong is done to you. But again, you're not a victim. Now, when I say that, what I mean is that we have the power in all situations, like power to choose our responses, power to change your mind, power to start and end relationships that serve you, power to show up as your best self anyway, always and in all ways. Now that means if you are showing up for yourself and doing your best, and if you are moving with integrity, then you make space and set the precedent for how others should do the same in their lives and in the relationships with you. And that is extremely powerful because here's the thing. Success is already yours. It lives in the words you speak and the ways you choose to be in the world for yourself and others. Power is in every thought, emotion, and action you take. And trust is built through your decision to consistently show up as your authentic self and do your best to knock down just one domino a day, knowing that the rest will have to fall in order. But knowing that you have great potential isn't enough, is it? Success doesn't come from just the knowing. That's the part of your potential. Success comes from the actions you choose to take daily. And that's your performance. So I'm going to ask you again the question that I asked at the top of this episode. Is your performance a reflection of your potential? Potential.